Yo, is this thing on? Yeah, baby. Switching it up to a twist off. They were oh, fuck yeah, they got discount. <laughs> discount the twist off twist at the Bucky's. Bucky's sponsor us, please. Six. How much money we spend there? Red Bull. Bucky's well. got bought by Casey's. Anyway. So Casey's, Casey's Pizza. I don't know what we're doing with this right now, but welcome back to the Old Spread Podcast. As Wisconsin just fumbled. Holy shit! This is Whoa. episode ten. We're in the double digits. Double. Episode ten. Uh, NFL episode. Uh, I told we told you we're coming back. After the, did you just spill? A little bit. You just spilled. Coming back after last night's episode of college, uh, just got one thing to say. First, Kobe. Second, Illinois. Good game. You kicked our ass, so I'll give you props. I'm so fucking that's mad. All, we're not talking about that for the rest of the podcast. Oh my god, too. I want to cry. <laughs> I want to cry. But anyway, uh, we have our NFL episode coming back this week. We're really excited. We have a lot to talk about. A lot of games, parlays, picks. Touchdown scores, rankings. We're really happy to be back with the NFL this week. Uh, it might be like an hour long, just like uh, last night's. But. Yeah, I'm so fucking hype. Uh, I do have to note, though, um, Sam's going to be mad, but I had to, before the uh, episode started, I had to think of three positive things that happened this uh, today. And one of them, Marty Mush liked our tweet. Marty Mush liked my tweet, Marty Mush, at Marty Mush, liked my tweet. Uh, Sam, oh, Sam's that? tweet, not mine. My uh, personal <laughs> Twitter Marty Mush liked my tweet about him. I almost had a heart attack driving home from work. My heart was he beating very me fast. While my I was hands pooping. were shaking. While I was pooping. Yeah, uh, uh, absolutely insane. Marty Mush is like my favorite person on the internet. Absolutely love Barstool and Marty Mush. So the fact that he liked my tweet just absolutely made my 2020, to be honest. Second and third on my list of good things to happen. I was really reaching here. DJ LeMayhew has not signed with the Yankees yet. And... I saw some cute pictures of my niece and nephew today. So, DJ LeMayhew. <laughs> good things sign, keeping sign, me going. Sign later tonight, baby. But No, don't crash the episode, <laughs> please. Just wait till after. We just got some uh, big games to, uh, big games and things to talk about. Uh, Colts win big on the Titans. Steelers still undefeated. Drew Brees injury. How that's going to kind of affect our rankings and everything we got going on. So some big games last week, some statement games. And uh, without further ado, I mean, Bobby twisted off his Miller Lite cap. Yeah. I think we're ready to get into it. Let's get and, going. Uh, talk some winners, baby. Let's get going, baby. So let's start statement win last Thursday by Indy over Tennessee. Not going to lie, I had Tennessee on the money line. I, I thought they were going to show up and win. And the Colts just kind of kicked their ass. I don't know what to think of the Colts. They're kind of inconsistent, and so is Tennessee. So I don't know if either are actually like really good teams. I don't think Phillip Rivers is that good, but... He's not. I mean, they showed up. That Colts defense is good. They played well. And, I mean, Tennessee is shaky. Bobby's been so high on them, but... I have up until... This week. I just wanted to say that even before that Thursday night loss, I had them out of my top ten. I still think they could be better. Like, I, I love the, the core they have built with the, the roster they have and Mike Rabel. Obviously, I love him. Um, I'm going to – but, st- like, the performance, execution, I'm not buying it yet. Yeah, I mean – I It has potential a lot in the of future. Injuries they got to show me something. Their defense just hasn't been good. 
And that's, I mean, that's kind of being generous. Their defense just isn't very good. And I'm not, I, Tannehill is a good quarterback. He is a very good quarterback still, but like, when it balls in his hands, I'm not, I don't know who to trust there. So, I mean, I'm not shocked that the Colts ended up winning. I'm shocked that it was 34 to 17. I mean, that doesn't really seem close, but I guess we'll see going in who's going to come out victorious in that division. They both have some big games left. I mean, the Titans kind of have hope with they get to play them again, as well as the Colts still have the Steelers. So, who who, who knows, you know? Yeah, Speaking knows? of Steelers, 9-0, and baby. Two weeks ago, Shut that up. Dallas game was shaky, and Shut they up. won the game. Shut up. And then they uh, took care of business against Cincinnati, as they should. Big Ben, sneaky MVP consideration. He's probably around, like, six. Whoa. I don't think that's controversial. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's probably about around like six. Big Ben, your MVP. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was Oregon? Ah. Let's see, UCLA Oregon. tied. But I mean, big yeah, Big Ben is definitely top ten in MVP. I would say like top six to eight. Six to eight. Uh, it's, yeah, I guess that's fair. I mean, there's Mahomes, Josh Allen, Rodgers, Russ, me, Kyler. I'm uh, Big I, Ben, Tom. If you try to tell me so Big Ben like is your MVP in three weeks because he has a couple good games, I am gonna freak out. So no, it just depends. It depends what goes around. Because if the Steelers go on, if, say the Steelers were to go undefeated and Big Ben is continues to play at the like clip but he's playing he's a, right now. So if the Steelers go undefeated and uh, Big Ben is playing as he is now, is he your MVP? Yes. Really? Yes. No. Because the Steelers went seven and nine with the defense this good this year, he comes back, plays lights out all year, and they go undefeated. That's uh, my MVP. Just because, uh, just because the team goes MVP or uh, undefeated, doesn't mean he's the MVP. What? That's a nine-win swing from within two years. I still don't. With I'm not buying it. Big Ben is not notch. the MVP. The defense is carrying that team. That's not true. They put up over 25 points in every single game. Okay. Let's they have on. the best defense in the league as let's well as the top offense. I'm saying you heard it here first. I don't think the Steelers are going to go undefeated, so, and I don't think he's going to win MVP. But if they were to go undefeated, he should be the MVP. And I, th- I don't think that's that controversial. But uh, anyway, okay. Anyway, uh, moving to another top team, the Bucks dropped forty-six points. Their offense was totally clicking last week. One big on that was, uh, that was close in the beginning. It was. It was, and it was fun to watch. I love watching the Panthers games actually, but they just kind of outmanned them. Ronald Jones had a big game, that ninety-eight-yard touchdown after an early fumble. It's the offense like- was fully clicking. It's kind of like how a uh, like a college game goes. Like um, it's close in the beginning. Like you think like oh they might have some spunk in them, and then the better team runs away with it. I.e. Nebraska Ohio State. Yeah, pretty much like that. Yeah. Yeah, or, I just think Tampa Bay was the better team. So I mean, obviously they won by twenty. We're not talking about Nebraska though. <laughs> Nothing. This is an NFL episode. We're not talking about that. Moving to uh, the Raiders. They won big by 25 and forced five turnovers. Drew Locke looked like shit. I'm not going to say. I'm just going to give the praise to Las Vegas' defense there. Yeah. I had them in my DraftKings lineup. 
They played lights out. Josh Jacobs, two scores. Devontae Booker, two scores. Yeah, they made a little DraftKings. I picked the uh, you did pick the Raiders, Raiders defense. defense. Got me some points. <laughs> they still didn't win, but I'm proud of that pick. Uh, this next line is no longer controversial. The Dolphins are for real. Their defense and special teams continue to force turnovers and score points on them. Um, they're doing enough. Tua is actually playing well offensively now. I think they kind of like babied him in that first game, but he's showing that he's a good quarterback. He fits perfectly for the Dolphins. Dolphins look good, actually. They look very good. I and have a take. I mean, I, they could win. I have a take. Not a hot take, just a take. Uh, that the Dolphins kind of look a little bit like geniuses for putting Tua in in the like beginning to middle of the season when he can kind of get his shit right. And, uh, and then like now when he's kind of comfortable is when the big games start to happen and he can put it together and lead them uh, to the playoffs where Fitzpatrick, I almost got his name wrong, Fitzpatrick would normally, uh, this is like usually not predicting anything because he, that man is a fucking godsend, but that it's usually where he like drops off is toward the middle of the season is when you start to see like uh, Fitzpatrick was Fitzmagic was good in the beginning of the season. And he drops off, so they put in they got ahead of it. They put in Tua, starts to fucking get his shit together, and now he's gonna go off. I also think it's a win-win because if Tua doesn't play well and they don't make the playoffs, they could just still say that they're still rebuilding. They were better than yeah. the year before. Nobody they had any get, expectations. Yeah, they wanted to get Tua some time in there. But also, like, so, I mean, if that if it were to go bad, no one's going to be, like, wondering why. But also, then, if it were to work out, they'd still win and can make the playoffs. Brian so, Flores, fantastic coach. Yeah, he's he's about the top five coach in the league already. Like, yeah, that, that dude, dude just is knows what he's good doing. Good fucking coach. Miami got to him early and cashed in with him. So, I, I'm high on the Dolphins right now. I was high on, on him last year. Yeah, he was very, very good coach for what he had last yeah, year. Yeah, he got like what six wins with that tanking Dolphins <laughs> team. They're probably like, "Fuck you, man! We're trying yeah. to get a good pick." And he's like, "No, I'm trying to keep my job." Yeah, they made. <laughs> and now they're gonna have a top pick again in Houston's pick. Yeah, uh, that's pick, a their pick slowly fa- is falling, but I mean, you're fi- they're finding good talent further down in the first round anyway. So I think Miami is more concerned with succeeding now. Than their pick. Yeah. And their pick is fine because they have Houston's pick and they just exactly. keep losing. They're going to take a probably a wide receiver in the top ten with that pick and just get two of his guy. Maybe Jalen Waddle. So that would be Do fun. Do they need a wide receiver? Uh, they might pick a lineman. I don't think they'll take a lineman because they took two linemen this year. They got a good receiver core, though. They do, but you can. They have like out, big outside guys, and like Devonte Parker is getting older. Or they could build on that Preston, defense. Preston Williams is good, but he's not like great. I, think I like could, a sicky. They have like interesting running backs. They could go a lot of ways with. They this. could, but I think uh, Jalen Waddle at Miami would be fun. That would him back up with Tua. Oh, he's shit. a big playmaker. Didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, I think could, that'd be fun. That could be a really fun. Uh, so look out for the Dolphins for years to come. Yeah, Making that the defense is underrated too, though. They could, uh, they could go the route of like building a defense and then having Tua lead the offense. It could be a good fucking team to watch. You can never go wrong with having three good wide receivers in the NFL. Uh, what about fucking Kyler Hail Mary, Hail Murray, baby? Hail Murray. That he was trademarked absolutely that. insane. <laughs> uh, I mean, 
you never look to see for that. And then to see Hopkins just go up and that's my number one receiver, baby. Like just backing it up. Hopkins makes the play. I uh no bullshit here. I was watching that and I was when I saw him throw it, just heave it up like fucking million miles in the air. Every time he throws it it looks like that. I was thinking if Hopkins there, there's a chance he catches that. And, yeah, and there is – I mean, Hopkins is my top receiver for a reason. I mean, Arizona looks smart. They went out and got Kyler a true number one to solidify their wide receiver core. They got a good run. Yeah, game. he got his – he got it. That's like uh, – it's like Miami. They got their quarterback, and they got a wide receiver basically for free. Now they can build around that. Whereas and like Buffalo, Miami, Buffalo, too. They went out and got Diggs, and Diggs and Josh Allen have been unstoppable yeah. this year. And that's just – the, the good I guess teams you could say Devontae got, Parker is two was I don't know, but I really like that Waddle pick though. Yeah, and then lastly, lastly the Patriots upset the Ravens. Uh, I was talking shit on Lamar as a quarterback watching the game, but after I, I thought about it, it's against Bill Belichick. It's the it was like a fucking monsoon. I I'm not gonna say Lamar like I'm not gonna criticize him for that single game but he isn't the same this year and it's proving he is not it's proving so and he's just not as good this year the ravens aren't as big of a threat this year they're not that scary lamar is making mistakes that he shouldn't be making he if you force him to beat you with his arm you're gonna beat him if they're down at least like 10 they keep losing especially if they're down i think it's like if they're down at halftime or maybe down like 10 at halftime with him as the starter, they haven't come back to win once. So. It's, I mean, it's plain as day for me. They got outcoached. Um, I picked the Jets to win the week before, and then I picked the uh, against the Patriots, and then I picked the Patriots to beat the Ravens the next week. And honestly, I can't explain it. Um, Did you pick them to win or to cover? Uh, I can't remember. We'll have to look back at that. But Oh, we didn't record. Yeah, we so didn't that, do the... Uh, you might have tweeted it. I'll pull up the Twitter as you... Um, I, I really liked the Patriots. I had a feeling about that game. It was going to be close because Belichick's the coach. Uh, even though, hypothetically, they should blow out the Jets. If uh, you, took that, you took the Patriots to cover. Okay, to cover. We didn't make a pick for the money line, though, right? You did not. Yeah. Okay, so not. there's no saying what I would have picked there. It's in the past. <laughs> um, but I really liked... Patriots to keep it close there. I mean, it, that was just a shit show of a game. Like yeah, nobody, the, the uh, weather, it just looked bad. Uh, it wasn't really fun to watch. And then it cleared up right after the game. <laughs> Especially the that last... weather control? Yeah, Bill Belichick with that weather control having to be a monsoon in that last drive for Baltimore. It was just ugly. So, I mean, kind of leading in to our rankings, all... Everything that we really talked about had a big change on our rankings, and I'm yeah. going to just segue right into that. Yeah, we the, got some crazy changes. The Ravens aren't in my top ten, and I don't feel bad about it. Tennessee is not in my top ten. Arizona fell out. Um, what, the, what were the Ravens last week for you, or uh, two weeks ago in our rankings? Uh, two weeks ago, they were, let's see. Two weeks ago, I had them at five. Well, I had them at three. And they beat the Colts, but that was still an ugly game. It's the Colts, and then they just get completely outmatched against 
New England, and the more I watch them, I just think some of these teams. I can, attribute that to the coaching, can, not the quarterback can beat play. Them. Well, I mean, it's both. Lamar didn't play well, and Belichick had put them in good positions but to win. Lamar, I guess he can he can probably call audibles and stuff, but yeah. if he can read the defense and see who's in the box and whatnot, he can see the matchup he likes and whatnot. But uh, I th- think that's play calling because we've seen this before with Belichick beating people with Garoppolo and Jacoby Brissett mm-hmm. when uh, Tom Brady was uh, suspended. Uh, Belichick, I don't know what it is, against bad teams he can't outcoach them because it's pure just, talent, I yeah, guess. it just kind of seems like but against, the bad teams have nothing to lose. But like, but against the good teams, Belichick can, uh, he can stay in there with them. And, I mean, that's just a, a testament to their defense kind of showed up last week and it wasn't really there against the Jets the week before and J.C. Jackson has been inconsistent, but leads the league in interceptions. Yeah, Stephon Gilmore is coming back. So I like J.C. That, Jackson. Like, well, I mean, that kind of puts Jackson in a weird spot, being the CB1 when he's used to being the CB2. But he's got six interceptions this Gilmore's year. back this week, Gilmore, though. Gilmore, I think, is back this week. So He is. Uh, I got three teams in my or out of my top ten that were in him last week. They reside in my honorable mentions. Uh, those three teams are Baltimore, Tennessee, and Arizona. I'm keeping Cleveland in the honorable mentions as well. And my first team out is Vegas. I originally had them in. But, and then I, uh, and then I, he re- I got a nice reminder of the Colts. And I feel like the Colts would beat Vegas if they played. So That's a pretty big testament. We, uh, we have not talked about the Colts a lot this year at all. It's just they've been so shaky. And then they showed up and won. Yeah, they got uh, Darius Leonard back, right? Yeah, he missed a couple games. That's a big piece of their defense. It truly shows. He's probably the second or third best middle linebacker in the league. Maybe even the first. Vegas is uh, taking that huge in the past two lines. Well, sneak peek. Their lines are, uh, they're taking a huge, like, uh, Darius Leonard, at least the Colts defense is, being back, is uh, taking a huge hit on the lines in Vegas. Um, And Vegas, their their defense isn't, as good as Indy, Indies, even though they forced five turnovers, it was against the Broncos. Their defense hasn't always been like a big staple point. But John Gruden's a good coach, and yeah. they know how to win their games. They're always in games. They beat Kansas City. Yeah. They're always, st- I mean, they had that slip up against Tampa Bay, but their offensive line didn't practice all week, and Tampa Bay has a good front seven. So, what's the rest of your honorable mention? Uh, I, that was all of them. Oh, Ten, I, yeah. I had Baltimore, Tennessee, and Arizona falling out of my top ten, and then Vegas and Cleveland. But if I, I mean, if I were to put it in an order, Vegas would be eleven. So the first okay. team out. I got um, my honorable mention is Las Vegas, Arizona, Miami, and Tennessee. Uh, my Tennessee falling out, and then Arizona as well. Uh, even though they beat the Bills. The fact that it was on a Hail Mary, the Bills looked really good with that last-minute drive that looked like it was the game-winning drive. Stephon Diggs making that catch, and then he tweeted, uh, pay me. <laughs> but, you know, that has nothing to do with it. Um, Miami looks, like, pretty good. I actually, I don't know. I'm not going to say that. I was going to say Miami's ahead of Arizona. I think they're about equal. Miami beat Arizona. Yeah, I know, but I think they're about equal. Miami and Arizona. How? 
explain yourself. How can they be equal if Miami went on the road with a rookie quarterback in his second game and fairly dominated the game and won? Because How are they equal? Because Arizona looks like it's Murray Magic, baby. <laughs> Arizona looks pretty good. They could put it together still. Miami, I'm not fully confident, even though they look pretty good. And then Vegas, uh, like Sam said, their defense can step up when they need to. It looks decent. John Gruden's a good coach. Um, I'm not going to say... Uh, they, Who, might, they might need a new quarterback. I think Derek Carr works... Perfectly fine. He for works. Vegas. He works He's really had good. His best statistical career. This yeah, year. he works really good in that system. But does John Gruden want a new quarterback for his system? I don't think so. He I wants. Think, no, he, I think he wants someone who is willing to take shots downfield. And Carr, Carr wants is. To, but he is because it's the play calling. But he wants to. Uh, I think Carr wants to play more conservative. Uh, I'm going to need you to start your rankings so I can pull up Derek Carr right now because. Okay. I'll I do. Think, I think that take is completely out of pocket, and I'm going to come back with a rebuttal as to why. At number ten, I have the Los Angeles Rams. They look uh, pretty good. They beat the Seahawks last week. I'm not going to say nobody saw it coming because Vegas <laughs> saw it coming, uh, but nobody could figure out why Seattle was an underdog in that game, and then Los Angeles showed why. Um, Jalen Ramsey shut down. Uh, DK Metcalf, if I can remember right. Yes. He only which had four is, targets. Yeah, which is huge for that game. They win. Uh, they win the game. What do you got on uh, Derek Carr? Uh, 16 touchdowns, two interceptions. Let's I'm see not his, saying he's uh, bad. I'm just saying he doesn't fit completion the percentage. I'm not saying Derek Carr is bad. I've always said he uh, he's a consistent quarterback, but he doesn't fit the system. Cause with uh, I don't get how you can say that when they're winning games, and he's been a good quarterback throughout his career for them. With Rugs, they have showed that they want to have a deep threat and a like a um, someone they can just like take a shot to. Yes, I mean, everyone have an aggressive that. offense. Every, you, you as Northwestern intercepts the ball, you can't take shots like ten times a game. But they that's, can. That's not you're not going to be Kansas City. I think he wants an aggressive offense. They're doing they they plan like they want to run the ball. That's why Jacobs gets 20 carries a game. That's why Devontae Booker had t- almost 20 or carries last that's week the too. System he's been handed and he realizes that, that it's John Gruden's picked system. I don't get what you're saying here. He's been there for two years now. I think he wants a quarterback. I'm going to stick with that. I think you are completely off. This is the worst take that you've had this year. Okay. I think you wow. are completely out of pocket. Derek Carr has been... No, it's in my pocket. I think Derek right. Carr has been lights out for Raider, the Raiders. Uh, they want to run the ball. That's why they took Josh Jacobs early. They have a, a reliable backup in Devontae Booker. And they have a few playmakers on the outside that when they need to throw the ball and push the ball, they can. And that's what they did against uh, Kansas City, and they won. I don't get how you can say he's not the guy. But that's my two cents. Uh, number 10, I think you have the Rams. I have the Rams as well. Uh, kind of that defense is just playing lights out. Uh, like we said, shut down DK. I think that's half a testament to Jalen Ramsey and half a testament to Seattle just 
I think gotten the. I mean, you could say it's mostly all Jalen Ramsey. I mean, I think they got in their head about it. You got to target DK more than four times a game. I mean, he's going to come down with some of those balls and he's going to make plays. Russ continues to make mistakes and throw interceptions. He's, I think he's had ten turnovers in the last four games. I think he's got to be hurt. You can't just. I think he's trying to do too much, and you can't just. You can't keep doing that. But I have Seattle ranked a little bit high. I am actually going to change my rankings that I have written down because whoa, I think I was kind of out of pocket with my rankings. But I got the Rams at ten. So you go well, as I change my rankings. Front quick. pocket or short? Uh, short pocket or shorts pocket? Frocket. Okay. It's in his front pocket here. At number nine, I have Seattle. Um, I think that I'm going to double down here. I think Russell Wilson is hurt. Or, I don't know, maybe like Sam said. saying the dude's hurt. No, I don't know. Something's going on there. Uh, Russell Wilson is struggling as of late. Doesn't look that great. Not saying he's not talented. He looks extremely talented still. He's making plays happen. But Seattle just, uh, they don't look like they have it as of late. Um, they lost to the Bills. They've lost, what, three of four now since their bye. Uh, it's, um, I don't know, it's crazy. Their offense, it's not clicking like it was, and their defense isn't enough to hold it up uh, like they, I don't know, they didn't expect it. But their defense is not performing, and their offense isn't enough to compensate for an underperforming defense. And um, st- part of that is Chris Carson's injury. And that you you want to get him back and healthy. We're also not taking into account this latest Thursday night game. Uh, that correct. That will be next week's episode. But that, I had to change it up a little bit. At nine, I, that's where I'm putting Indy. Um, I'm I'm not sold on them, but they they won the game against uh, Tennessee. I mean, I guess whoever won that game, I'd probably have at nine. I don't yeah. like Philip Rivers. Jonathan Taylor has not been good this year. Uh, Naheem Hines has probably been their best offensive player. T.Y. Hilton is absolutely washed. He's ass. Mo Alley Cox takes. and Michael Pittman, they've been doing their thing. I like both of them. But their defense is the reason they're relevant. They're going to need a new quarterback. Uh, Phillip Rivers is probably going to retire. I, don't they, think I mean, Brissett, they expected that when they signed him. Though. Yeah, I don't think Brissett is the answer, but maybe they'll have him play next year and then let Jacob Eason get a rip in two years. I like Jacob Eason. He's a big quarterback. He was a huge recruit coming out of high school to Georgia and got hurt, transferred, all yeah, that he shit. Got benched for Fromm. Got, yeah, he got hurt. Fromm came in. They kept winning, so they stuck with Fromm. And then he transferred to Washington, and he was pretty good there. Uh, but, I mean, Indy's only reason they're top 10 right now is because their defense and uh, correct they beat up on That's the That's a Tigers, fair, so. all fair uh, takes. And as for number eight for me, I have Baltimore. Um, wasn't quite enough. The loss wasn't quite enough to drop them out of my top 10. But they did drop just because, like uh, Lamar Jackson said, their plays are too predictable. That's not what he said. He said that they, they're yelling out the plays before the play happens, but I take that as they're being too predictable. Teams can, um, they know what they're doing before they do it, and a coach like Belichick is able to capitalize on that. Yeah, that has to, I mean, that has to be the case because their offense has been ass this year. Mark Andrews hasn't done much. Marquise Brown. I think is, it's because they know what's happening, like, and I mean, Lamar Jackson is still incredible. 
but he just hasn't performed this year. Yeah, he just hasn't done enough coming off his MVP. But And with all the offensive weapons they have in Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews and uh, Ingram and Dobbins, they should have they should have taken a step forward this year, but they just haven't done it. Yeah, they should have been at least the same, if not better, this year, and they're taking a step back, and that's concerning. And that's why I have them out of my top ten. But at eight, that's where I'm placing Seattle. Uh, I think they're going to end up winning the NFC West. Russ is still Russ. Uh, I'm I'm dropping him off my number one for MVP right now just because of the way he's played as of late and how they're kind of shaky and dropping. They're inconsistent. Their defense needs to improve. Look for next week for them to be a little bit higher after their defense didn't play terrible and they contained Kyler Murray. So they played well Thursday, but that, not that, taken into that account. Has nothing to yeah, do with nothing to do with that, me having them at eight. Uh, I just expect more from them, but I still think they're going to win the NFC West. If their defense was even like manageable or average, I think they could easily win the NFC. But Jamal Adams hasn't played that well this year, and that's their best guy, and that's concerning. So I'm keeping Seattle at eight. Holy shit, we're already at 29 minutes. Yep, this another, is going to be an hour, baby. Yeah, baby. we got some good episodes going here. At number seven, I have Indianapolis. Not uh, completely buying in yet, just because of that offense. doesn't look great yet, but they showed that they're able to compete. Probably should have had Baltimore ahead of them looking back, because they beat them. But Indianapolis defense looks pretty good. It looks like they might... Uh, be able to contend. They might make the playoffs. Um, they look like a pretty good team here in Indianapolis. Phillip Rivers is not the long-term guy, but he's able to do his job uh, going forward. Jonathan Taylor, they have a run game at least. They have like fucking seven running backs. Um, Indianapolis looks looks like a decent team going forward. At seven, I got Miami. I'm high on Miami. They just keep winning. I think they're going to win again this week. I think they got three very winnable games coming up, and they could easily be nine and three on an eight-game win streak. So I'm really high on Miami. Their defense is good. Their defense is very good. Their special teams is very good. They got three good weapons, four really if you count Jakeem Grant. They have a handful of running backs that just keep getting it done. They just cut Jordan Howard, but they don't really even need him. Yeah, they got Brito, Two is doing his thing. Gaskin. Gaskin hasn't even been playing. They got uh, Ahmed. I picked him up in fantasy. Wire, look out for yeah. him. But Breda as well, too, has been doing his thing. I'm really high in Miami, and they could easily win the AFC East. Okay. And at number six, I have Buffalo. Why the fuck you keep getting closer to me? Because I'm trying to get next to the mic here so people you can hear right me. Next to they want to hear the Bob. Uh, number six, I got Buffalo. They proved that uh, this week was really a test. Uh, against Seattle, they beat them. Um, they really look pretty good. Stephon Diggs, uh, actually, you're a week behind. Yeah, I'm guy. a week behind here. Haven't recorded. Um, it was, uh, Arizona. It was Arizona. They look okay. Uh, ignore that. I mean, not that they didn't look good against Seattle. They beat them against Arizona. They actually did look really good. Like I said before, they had a game-winning drive, or what they thought was a game-winning drive. Uh, Josh Allen passes to Stephon Diggs 
looks like a fantastic play, little like two-minute drill kind of thing. They looked amazing, and then Hail Murray, like you know, you can't can't really. Uh, that's the defense's fault, well, or Hopkins' fault, really. They got dunked on, as he would say. But the Bills, uh, they looked really good in that game. They just got beat at the last second. There's uh, really nothing you can do about that except take more time off the clock. Yeah, I got the Bills at six as well. I think they outplayed Arizona and snuck out with the Arizona snuck out with the win there. As Wisconsin Northwestern still seven seven. Yeah, still yeah, I, I like Buffalo a lot. Their defense is kind of in their staple the last few years, and they let them down on that Hail Mary, but they outplayed Arizona. I love Josh Allen. The uh, AFC East is going to be interesting with them in Miami going toe-to-toe. Yeah. But uh, I really like Buffalo. They can make things happen in the playoffs here. Okay. And at number five, I have Green Bay. Not uh, not fully off, off of their train here. I think they look like a pretty good team. They just kind of got to get their shit together. Defense needs to step up. Aaron Rodgers still a fantastic fucking quarterback. Um, I think they can, they can beat anyone, but they could also lose to anyone, just about anyone. I'm not gonna say anyone, but uh, kind of a, a shaky team, but they have the potential, the coaching, the quarterback, the defense. If it shows up, they could beat anyone in the league. I got a Tampa at five, just because they get continue to be embarrassed against New Orleans, so I can't put them any really higher than I have them right now. They won big against Carolina last week, but they were supposed to win that game. Uh, Their offense looked impressive. Their defense played well. If they can piece everything together like they did last week, get that run game going, uh, Tampa's going to be fun to watch in the playoffs. It's tough to beat a team three times in a year. So if they, if New Orleans yes, beats with Tampa up in the playoffs, that could be the deciding game. Could be interesting. It's tough to beat a team twice. Yeah, really. But I got Tampa at five. I'm not as high on them right now as I used to be, but I like I like them at five. I've got the Saints at four, making a big jump. I can't remember what they uh, were at before, but they looked fantastic against a an injured. 49ers team but the whole season they've just like they've known how to win they pull out the close games and I'm starting to realize that Drew Brees might just know how to win games he doesn't cover but he knows how to win and uh, Drew Brees being injured plays no part another in this ranking here yeah another interception here uh, Drew Brees being injured plays no part in the rankings here this is based on the Saints thus far uh, so that's my number four and they also they have a run defense that uh, their defense season. is underrated. Just uh, in general, defense is underrated in New Orleans. Uh, Taysom Hill starting this week. You play him at tight end. <laughs> I got uh, Green Bay at four. Sneaky game against uh, Jacksonville last week. They didn't play very well, but they came out with a win, four-point win. Uh, they got they got the job done. A little banged up as of late. I really like their running backs. Uh, MVS and Lazard need to step up, otherwise it's just Adams there, and that's not going to ultimately be enough come playoff time. But 
Their defense, I think, is a little bit underrated. They still got Andrew Rodgers, so I got Green Bay at four. And then we have a fight coming here because, for, for some reason, this dude's a dumbass. Okay, number three, I got Tampa Bay. All right, scoot the fuck over. We're moving the mic this way. Oh, God. Okay, number three, I got Tampa Bay. I think, like Sam said, they will beat New Orleans next time they play. They look like they're kind of putting it together. Their offense looks unstoppable. Defense is underrated. Tom Brady... Looks like he's putting that team together. Um, Antonio ba- Antonio Brown, really uh, extremely talented. Um, I don't think he's going to be a factor going forward. But regardless, they still have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Insane receiving core. Gronk's putting his shit together here. He's kind of looking like he's back belonging in the league. Tampa Bay looks like the uh, third best team in the league right now. And I got the Saints at three, and I can't fathom why he has Tampa Bay at three when the Saints beat them both times they played. They embarrassed them two weeks ago. Tampa Bay beat up on Carolina, but the Saints also beat Carolina. The Saints have dominated Tampa Bay. They have won six straight. I'm really high in New Orleans, even without Drew Brees. I can't fathom. I really don't understand how he has Tampa Bay over New Orleans, especially with New Orleans beating them twice. Uh, We're not future tellers here. I mean, New Orleans very well could beat them a third time. Tampa Bay doesn't seem to match up well with them. So I don't see how you have Tampa Bay over New Orleans, but I mean, tomato, tomato. I got New Orleans at three. You're entitled to your opinion. At number two. I mean, this is taking a while, so let's just do this quickly. Number two. I have... They haven't changed, so... Pittsburgh Steelers. (laughs) <laughs> and I have Kansas City, just same reasoning. They they look like they're the best team in the league. The weekly I mean, they debate. Are probably the best team in the league. But, I mean. The same thing every week. I'm riding high on the Steelers. They're undefeated. They're winning the games they're supposed to. They got the best defense in the league. Big Ben is playing some of the best football that he's ever played. They have endless weapons, it feels like, at wide receiver. James Conner is a game manager at running back. Best defense in the league, blah, blah, blah. Kansas City is the best team in the league. I will stand by that. They will beat Pittsburgh when they play, if they play. I don't know what their schedule looks like. Uh, If they meet in the playoffs, Kansas City wins that game. Patrick Mahomes, unstoppable. I get Kansas City number one. All right. Well, that wraps up the rankings. Going to go through the games a little bit quicker so we can talk more about our parlays and shit. But... We're, our records, I was bad against the spread again in episode, would have been seven? Eight? Seven? Yeah, because eight was college, yeah. So episode seven, I was kind of bad against the spread. Uh, I'm 27, 25, and one. Bobby's 31, 21, and one, so he's up four against the spread. Uh, on straight up money lines, he's 32 and 21. I'm 34 and 19, so I got two there. And then on locks, he's five and eight, and I'm six and seven. I was, uh, I was. You were five and one. Yeah, I was five and one on locks, and I can't hit shit lately. Rough but stretch. As a whole, he's about to turn around though. Sounds as a whole, Bobby has a one-game lead through all three of them. So let's get to it. Starting with Atlanta, New Orleans. New Orleans favored by three and a half. No Drew Brees. I am still taking the Saints there. I think Taysom Hill has a big dynamic game. To cover? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Taysom Hill has a big dynamic game. Emmanuel Sanders, Michael Thomas together. Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray. 
improving defense. Atlanta's just inconsistent, so I got to go with the better team there. I'm going to say Atlanta wins this outright and covers, obviously. Uh, Taysom Hill, uh, though I think he's extremely talented, and the way they use him, I love it. I love the uh, Swiss Army knife thing. But starting at quarterback, I'm not loving it. Um, I think he has less than 200 yards passing. He might run for a lot. I don't know. The way he plays, they're going to do a lot of quarterback draws and stuff unless they change up the game plan here. But I'd say Atlanta wins the game outright. Atlanta money line all the way. I have no idea how old this Corona Seltzer is, but... Let's get it. There we go. Sam's cracking his first alcoholic Uh, beverage. Moving to Cincinnati and Washington. Washington's favored by a point and a half. I am taking Cincy to win outright and cover. I like Joe Burrow to win a kind of ugly game. I'm the same way on that. Um, I think Joe Burrow is not getting enough credit here, even though his his line isn't protecting for him and the defense isn't showing up and they just traded away all their players. No Joe Mixon. But I still got Cincinnati winning this outright. All right, well, we happen to agree that. I think Joe Burrow throws for a, a fuck ton of yards. Even though Washington's defense, nothing to sleep on, I think Joe Burrow is going to do well. Detroit, Carolina, uh, maybe no Teddy Bridgewater. That's uh, concerning. But uh, Detroit is favored by two. By the way, Washington's one-and-a-half-point favorites there. But Detroit favored by two. I'm taking Carolina money line. I've got Carolina money line as well. That may or may not change if uh, Teddy Bridgewater does not start. It's a game time decision. Um, Which leads me to believe he's not. But Detroit doesn't have Kenny Galladay or DeAndre yeah, Swift. I was going to say Detroit. Detroit has some key injuries here. I'm going to say, uh, what's his name? PJ Walker. Yeah. P.J. Walker. Oh, what a fucking catch. That's a touchdown. Holy shit. Yeah, that was a nice catch. I'm going to say P.J. Walker does enough to get the job done here. They win the game close. All righty. New England-Houston. Third straight upset. Houston plus two and money line. Whoa! I don't know. I think New England wins this. Um, I said before that... The good, uh, good teams, New England plays close, and the bad teams, New England, or New England beats, and the bad teams, New England plays close, and they usually end up beating them, or not. But what the fuck are you trying to say? Also, scoot back over. Quit words words man, are hard. Quit words man are hard. Spreading. Scoot the, your uh, ass over. No, I'm gonna man spread all oh, the way. You're gonna move your ass over. <laughs> uh, the the Texans are a good team. That's what I'm trying to say. They're just a good team with a bad record. I mean, they're not good. They're they're goodish. You know what? But Patriots cover here. Okay. You know, That's what I'm can, trying to say. You can scoot over more, and we can continue. No, I, they gotta hear me, baby. We can move the mic. I'm sitting in the crack here. Sam's just trying to move spots. All right. Uh, next, we have Philly and Cleveland. Cleveland minus three. I do want to say Miles Garrett isn't playing, and I don't. I'm not gonna say that's not gonna matter because Miles Garrett is crazy good, but I'm hammering Cleveland minus three. I think really? Philly, Philly fucking sucks. I got Philly. Money line. <laughs> okay. Philly fucking sucks. I think Philly's going to show up for this one. Okay. I think Cleveland's got a good enough defense. or Yeah, defense, and I think they're Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt together are going to run all over them. Okay. 
that. I'm, well, I'm that saying might, might be the better of the week. We <laughs> disagree a lot this week. We kind of do. Uh, we got my Pittsburgh Steelers looking to go ten and zero against Jacksonville. Ten and a half point favorites. Uh, I'm taking it. I'm taking it as well. I've got them winning and covering. I think Jacksonville against Green Bay was kind of a. Not, I'm not going to say a fluke, but they they just like played scrappy. Yeah. But I think this is going to be more like the Cincy game than the Dallas game. Yeah, Steelers are going to cover. Well, that was simple. Uh, Tennessee and Baltimore. Line is uh, Baltimore's favored by five and a half. I've got. Uh, well, I have written down Tennessee winning and covering. I'm going to say, I'm going to change it right now. I'm going to say Tennessee covers, Baltimore wins. Same. That might change. I have Tennessee covering, but Baltimore wins as well. That might change, though. I think Baltimore needs this. Baltimore does need it, but so does Tennessee. This is like a must win for both teams. Ultimately, I think Baltimore is the better team. they got the better defense. Okay. And they have dynamic playmakers that can get it done. So. Next up, Miami and Denver. Miami's favored by three and a half. I am hammering that. I've got Denver plus three and a half. Miami winning. I think they win by a field goal. This is a close, close to a uh, like a reality check for Miami. Yeah, it could be like a trap. Yeah, it's like a trap game almost. Uh, Miami kind of gets a little reality check. I think they pull one out in a close game, and then they kind of learn from it. Hopefully, I don't know with that defense and special teams. I think they might be able to get all over Drew Lock. So. I really like Miami. Okay, we'll see. I'm uh I'm gonna say now. <coughs> excuse me. They've got a uh, um. Uh, I don't know what I was gonna say there. Uh, Denver. I have bet them. I don't know what, like the past like three weeks, and I think I might have lost all three. But I think I might be I might be addicted to betting Denver as well as Carolina, and the Giants are also in that. <laughs> Uh, we got the Jets and Chargers. Chargers favored by nine and a half. I'm kind of on the fence, but I'm taking the Chargers. Covering? Yeah. I got the Jets covering easily. I don't. Uh, even, I think uh, the Jets against the Patriots is kind of more of a fluke. I think the Chargers put up big points, kind of similar to like the Jacksonville game. I think they win by like 13. I think Herbert plays really? well again, once again, and. Puts them in position to That's win. That's fair. I have Chargers winning by like two. Um, Jets money or not Jets money line. Watch out for that though. I have the Jets covering Chargers money line. I think it's going to be a close one. Chargers find ways to right, make games. Dick. Chargers find games to make find ways to make games close. Can you fucking talk? talk? I can't talk. Uh, We got Dallas and Minnesota. Minnesota favored by seven. I think Minnesota continues the hot streak and runs Dalvin Cook all over them and wins by double digits. I also have the same thing. Um, I think Minnesota exposes that defense. Dallas' defense is fucking terrible. Look out for big uh, Jefferson and Thielen games. Especially Jefferson. Yeah, I can see. I love uh, Justin Jefferson. We got uh, Green Bay and Indy next. Indy is. Uh... This might be a big one for us. Wait, it, is Indy, see who you have. Indy's favored, yes, right? Indy Indy's is favored. favored by two. I have Green Bay outright. Okay, I have the same thing. 
I thought that might be a big uh, argument for us, but I have Green Bay winning that game. Green, I think Green Bay is the better team. That's one of my picks yeah. for the week. I'm really high on Green Bay winning this game here, so I'm taking that. I think Aaron Jones has a bounce-back game. Devontae Adams still plays well every game, but they're a big Aaron Jones game, even though they're – uh, Indy has a good defense. I think Jones gets a touchdown or two, and they do their thing out there. Okay. Uh, up next, we got Kansas City and uh, Vegas. Now, Vegas beat them last time by eight. Now, Kansas City is favored by eight. I think Kansas City fucking smokes them. I don't know what it is. I think they drop honestly. I, I could see it. Bomb. I could see it honestly, uh, but I have Las Vegas covering Kansas City winning. It's going to be a close one again because the Raiders have uh, the blueprint to beat Kansas City, but I don't think they do it this time because it's hard to beat the same team twice. Chiefs coming off a bye as well, getting a little bit healthier, an extra week. Le'Veon Bell. Might be an on-factor, pretty usual. He might be a factor. <laughs> and then uh, Monday night's game, Rams-Tampa. Tampa's favored by four. I think Tampa wins, but the Rams cover. I think Tampa wins by a touchdown. I think it's just going to be back and forth. The Rams have a good enough defense to keep it close. Um, Jared Goff, I think, will ultimately make one or too many mistakes. That's going to... Put uh, Tampa in this position to win, and they're ultimately going to win a close game. Okay. All right. You want to do touchdown scores? Yeah. Let's move to touchdown right. scores. We, continue, we continue to fucking kill this. Uh, two weeks ago, when we had our recording, we hit on Jerry Judy, Christian Kirk. Uh, is it Tim? Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick and Johnny Smith for 4 out of 10. Still 40% clip. That's hella impressive, especially for the guys that we continue to pick plus... Plus odds, so you're making money here. And then last week we went five for ten. Uh, we hit on Al- I hit on Alvin Kamara, and Deontay Johnson. Bobby hit on Deontay Johnson himself, Herbert, and T. Higgins. Uh, the only uh, minus was Kamara. I can't. He was like minus one fifty two, and the rest were all uh, plus odds. So we continue to kill it. We were going to do 10 between us, but this dude wanted to do like fucking 70, so we're doing 12. I told you I love I love this week in the we're, NFL. We're doing 12, and Bobby might have a sneak peek pick for 13 <laughs> that I feel like I could debunk, but whatever. So, uh... Yeah, I got a 13th. Might be lucky number 13, might be unlucky. This is, that's strictly Bobby behind that. Yeah, it's just back, my uh, look, out, look right. out for him. Oh, Kay. Jesus. Okay, but... You want to go first? First touchdown... I have Taysom Hill at plus 150, and that is not a passing touchdown. It's a rushing touchdown. I think Taysom Hill has a big game in his first start as a quarterback. Atlanta's defense. What? You going to do all yours? Sure. Okay. Atlanta's defense sucks. Um, I think Taysom Hill ultimately gets a rushing touchdown in the red zone. Maybe on like a uh, quarterback option there. I like it. I got Taysom Hill plus 150. I have Jonathan Taylor, plus 135. Right after you said he was bad. Well, he's been bad all year, but I think this is a game that he can get after. The Packers' run defense isn't that crazy good. Okay, I think I, like they, it. I think he's kind of fiending for a comeback. That's fair. That's Ultimately, fair. it'd have to be like a, a kind of probably a shorter run, 
Naheem Hines is the guy that's getting it done with athleticism, like screens, a catch passing game. Where they get down at the four. And, and then, then like he Taylor, bangs it in yeah. for four. Something like that. Because he's better than Jordan Wilkins, so I think he would get that carry. Uh, I got Jakeem Grant. Oh, the, Jonathan Taylor plus 135. I got Jakeem Grant plus 250. Uh, Tua was targeting him. Target, targeting she. Fucking and I Jesus. can't talk. Targeting Jakeem Grant a lot last week, especially in the red zone. The dude has a lot of speed. I think he might be able to get behind some Denver secondary and uh, maybe hit on a big touchdown. I like his okay. speed. I like how Tua was targeting him. Targeting, Jesus, fuck. Tua's looking his way a lot. Breathe. Breathe. <laughs> oh, we got Juju, my guy, plus 145. I think the Steelers drop a lot of points. I've been picking a Steeler player, like, nonstop, but... We went Claypool a couple weeks ago, Deontay Johnson this week, or last week. So, go on Juju this week, spread the love. I think uh, he can have a big game in the slot and getting the dirty work done. Maybe gets a, like, 15-yard touchdown in the red zone there. Uh, number five, I got Henry Ruggs, plus 275. I like that. I almost picked him, but I didn't. I think they uh, he, they take some shots. Like you say, Derek Carr doesn't, even though he's the quarterback. That fits the system well. He is the whatever. quarterback. Uh, I think Henry Ruggs is able to get behind the Chiefs defense once or twice and ultimately gets a big touchdown. So I'm excited for it. That's a kind of like a hot take, bold prediction, but we got that at plus 275. And then one I, I threw in because Bobby wanted to keep picking was Joe Burrow, plus 225. Okay. I've been kind of high on uh, quarterback rushing touchdowns as of late, and I think Joe Burrow has the balls to get it done. Okay. I like that. I like your picks. Thank you. Um, as for mine, I am addicted. Well, betting tight ends. I love betting tight ends to score touchdowns because uh, goal line positions, goal line. Uh, but I've got Johnu Smith scoring a touchdown. That is plus one, uh, plus one eighty. Got my big ass whiteboard here. Part of it broke. Still works though. Um, and then I've got Jacoby Myers. Minus, or uh, uh, not minus, plus 200 to score a touchdown. Back-to-back weeks? Yes, back-to-back weeks. Doubling down. I think that he's going to score a touchdown this week. He's going to break the streak. And then Calvin Ridley, plus 150. I love that. Disrespectful to have him at plus odds. He can score touchdowns. I love him scoring. Uh, Taysom Hill, matching yours. I think he's going to run one in here because I personally think the Saints offense is going to be centered around the run this week. And then Hunter Renfro, plus 325. A little bit of a... Uh, <coughs> excuse me. A little bit of a long shot. And then Patrick Mahomes, rushing touchdown, plus 240. That is my six. And my little wild card I threw in here. I have stats to back it up. Isaiah Ford is plus 600 to score a touchdown for the Patriots this week. Last year, the Patriots traded for a wide receiver named Mohamed Sanu. I don't know if you know him or not. Um, He scored a touchdown. They traded for him October 22nd of 2019. And I believe, I don't know, I don't have stats in front of me or numbers. And then the second game he played, he scored a touchdown. 81 yards. And uh, big play for Cincy, UCF. And this is the third week we've had Isaiah Ford. A little bit less experienced. Got him from Miami. 
I think that he scores a touchdown this week. Surprises a couple people. You know, he might not have a bunch of yards, but he might score a touchdown. This goes out to my people talking shit on Cincy. They're up again. They're, They're up. up five. They're up. What is it five and a half? Yeah. Yeah. They're going by ten. They're up five though. Uh, and then I'm gonna debunk every dumbass thing you're saying. Isaiah Ford plus six hundred. I love the odds. He might might not score, but he's not going. It's to. worth it though. It's worth that. I think. Uh, what is it? One. In, I don't know. I don't know how odds work, but he. Uh, I think he might score. So this dude says he's got stats to back it up, except for Muhammad. I do. I just Muhammad said that. Sanu is ten times the receiver Ford will ever. You be. don't know that yet. Muhammad Sanu was proven on multiple years, multiple rosters. Just Muhammad Sanu was ten times the receiver Ford's ever been. That was also last year before Jacoby Myers broke out. That was also with Tom Brady, not Cam Newton, who doesn't throw a lot of passing touchdowns. He looks to run more, as well as they have three running backs, including Damian Harris on a breakout. I don't even—I wouldn't be shocked if Isaiah Ford has zero catches. I think it's more, I also I think would it's not more be likely, shocked. I think it's more likely he goes no catches than touchdowns. I wouldn't be shocked either. But those plus six hundred odds to take a wide receiver in a New England offense to score a touchdown—I like that a lot. Especially a new one where they're trying to incorporate him into the offense. Who says they're trying to incorporate? Isaiah they just Ford? acquired him. That doesn't mean anything. They they probably are trying to incorporate him. So if you uh, rumor has it, if you bet a hundred bucks on Isaiah to Ford to uh, score a touchdown this weekend, uh, you'll be down a hundred bucks. <laughs> so uh, moving off the touchdown scores into our parlays and then our locks. Uh, I have six parlays. Just could like to bring it back hot. Uh, two of them are like for real. I mean, there's six all together. But my first one is plus 1,093. Uh, Cincinnati plus 5.5, buying a few points. Cleveland plus 3.5, buying some points. Pittsburgh minus 4.5, buying some points again. Miami, outright money line. Kansas City, minus 2.5. And, and then Green Bay money line. That's plus 1,093, so I like that a lot. You don't have any fucking parlays ready? I have one parlay ready. Okay. You said you have six. I'm starting to make another one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I have another one that's uh, plus 551, a little more realistic. Uh, Atlanta, New Orleans, over 42.5. I think there's a lot of points there to be scored. Tennessee, plus 8.5. I think that's a close game. Uh, Tennessee, Baltimore, over 42.5. I could see... When I look at lines, I think of scores and how I could see it. 23-20 is not far out of reach, and that would hit. Uh, I have the Chargers minus 2.5 against the Jets, and then Minnesota minus 4.5 against uh, Dallas. That is plus 551. I will do my upset parlay. It's plus 1,754. That's my four upset money lines this week in Cincy, Carolina, Houston and Green Bay. That's plus 1754. That's obviously the least likely to hit. Predicting four upsets is hard. I have my covers but loses uh, parlay at plus 276 with Tennessee plus five and a half and LA Rams plus four. I have a heavy favorite at plus 375. New Orleans plus five and a half. Cincy plus ten and a half. Cleveland plus eight and a half. Pittsburgh money line. Kansas City money line, Miami plus four and a half, and Minnesota money line. So that's a seven-team Lager for plus three seventy-five. 
And then this goes kind of hand in hand with my locks of the week. I have my lock parlay. New Orleans minus three and a half. Cleveland minus three. And Miami minus three and a half. So those are my uh, six parlays. I And that's plus 622. The lock parlay, p- picking those three games. I'm high on all that. That's six parlays to give you. Have your fun doing that. We're about to head to the casino right now and place our parlays. So I'm excited. As Bobby is piecing together his locks and his a couple parlays to give you guys. All right. Okay. okay. Locks are done. I got my parlays ready here. Uh, one of them I placed on Friday because I loved the matchup so far. But I'm going to start with the long shot. Not really a long shot if you look at it. Uh, the numbers here. I've got Atlanta Falcons plus three and a half. Uh, that's just the straight up line. So that's minus 110. And then we got Carolina Panthers money line beating the Lions. New England Patriots plus four and a half. Steelers minus three and a half. The Jets plus seven and a half. Packers money line and Vikings money line. Not too many long shots there. What are those odds? Uh, that is, oh yeah, I forgot to say that. That is plus 4,118. Plus 4,118 for. Not even too many long shots. They're they're all, uh, they're almost all um, uh, favorites except for the Jets plus seven and a half, which I think they will keep that game close. That's plus one twenty three part of the parlay. They're all favorites though, and then I've got oh and uh, Carolina is plus one oh seven. That doesn't count though. And then as for my uh, quote like easy parlay it's plus 1167 you only win $1100 if you bet 100 so it's kind of cheap shit i've got falcons plus 9 and a half bengal's plus 4 and a half carolina panthers money line kind of doubling down there usually try to not do that but and then uh, packers money line and jets plus 14 and a half that is plus $1167 for a five team parlay that's not even that far out there. What are those odds again? Plus 1167. God damn. 1167. God damn. That's the one I texted to Sam on Friday, and I said, hey, I really like the odds on uh, Sunday for the NFL games. I'm going to spend way too much money on uh, Sunday, and I'm going to make a bunch of fucking money. All right, what are your locks? My locks? Because I gave my lock parlay. Okay, you gave your locks. Of, uh, Saints minus three and a half, Cleveland minus three, and Miami minus three and a half. My locks are uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning. Uh, yes. And then I have Green Bay winning. Um, Pittsburgh covering, winning and covering. And Philadelphia against Cleveland. Winning. So you got... Philadelphia at plus three, Pittsburgh at minus ten and a half, Green Bay money line or plus two? Money line. Okay. And then Tampa Bay money line or Tampa Bay minus four? Um, I'll say money line. That's so cheap that's to my pick lock. that. Why? Fine. Fucking money line. No. That's so or, cheap to pick a, a favorite on mon- just money line. That's some Fine. Pussy okay. Shit. They'll cover. They'll cover. That's all. That's right. You're right. You're right. There's some pussy shit. Wait, you went, you're going four locks? Yes. I'm sticking to three. I'm not letting you influence me. Okay. Last time we did that, I lost on the locks. So, well, you holy. said you had six locks. No, I got three. Okay. I had six parlays. Oh, okay. 
But holy shit, that wraps up our longest episode yet. What's We've our had... bet of the week? Oh, bet of the week? Holy shit. Uh, I want to do Philly Cleveland, personally. Uh, but what do you think? I how kinda, about Atlanta? Like, Atlanta, Atlanta Saints? Okay. I'm down for that. Cause I got Atlanta covering. And I got the Saints covering. I'm fine. I'm cool with that. Okay. I, I kind of picked the bet. What was the bet of the week last night? The uh, you, uh, oh, UCF. UCF. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, damn. That wraps up our longest episode that we've Fuck ever had. yeah, baby. An hour and three minutes. That was so much fun. We were happy to be back talking NFL. We had a lot to talk about. A lot of parlays. A lot of touchdowns. It's like we got uh, a little bye week. We came back hot. Yeah, we had a bye week. Came back hot. We were excited to get to a recording again had a lot to say lots to talk about but uh we're gonna wrap this up get our little happy asses over to the casino and place yeah, these parlays place our bets and, uh, you better go place yours too exactly uh interact with us on twitter at spread alt marty much like my tweet on my personal account today holy yeah. shit i can die happy man uh <laughs> still can't believe that carabas but... big cat <laughs> <laughs> anyway that wraps up episode 10 thank you all for listening we appreciate every single one of you And uh, we're out to the casino, so have a good weekend, guys. We'll see you next week. We love you guys. We missed you guys. Peace out.